بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف النبي والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد مدرسة سيستس every kind of knowledge has a fundamental basic requirement without which that knowledge cannot be learned for example if you want to make hifz of the Quran or any hifz you know memorize something then you need a good memory there can be tools of uh, memorizing in a systematic manner and so on but basically a strong memory is required if your mind is like a sieve then nothing will, will stay in there um, similarly if you have if you want to learn if you want to be a good lawyer then a good attorney um, then a analytical mindset is very important and the same kind of analytical mindset actually is important and useful for uh, many other things including if you want to be a detective for example you know being able to uh, connect facts and see scen- uh, scenarios and create scenarios and so on so an analytical mindset is uh, very important for these things and so on and so forth i mean you know you can i let you do the uh, imagine for what other things but with for islam to learn islam the deen the most important thing is adab is respect is a sense of uh, awe and majesty for the deen of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now this adab is is uh, expressed in different ways one of the fa- finest ways in which adab is expressed is through manners is through akhlaq is to how you is to how is through how you treat people today incidentally i had a, a close encounter of the third kind i am in netakaf in a masjid and it's a small masjid so usually for zohar and asar and it's a, it's in a it's not uh, in a it's not surrounded by uh, you know too much of uh, residential uh, habitation so zohar and asar generally are sparse sometimes there's nobody today asar time there was i was alone and um, just then a young man came in um, beard t-shirt pants and uh, he had some kind of a cap on his head not a kufi some kind of a cap on his head I'm giving you the description the description so that you know that this is most likely a practicing muslim obviously um he had a he had the most beautiful name muhammad i'm using the name just to give you an idea that the name alone is not enough but obviously you cannot identify him by just by this name because it's too generic so as he came in i said um, I said, he, he, he's interested with Amazon, so I said, okay. So then I called the Adhan. As soon as I finished the Adhan, before I could even say the Dua of Adhan, I discovered he's standing on my left, which means that makes him the Imam, makes me the Muqtadi automatically. And he says, Allahu Akbar. He starts Salah. So no Iqamah. Now, 
who would start salah without ikamah number 1 if you are going to be leading number 2 how do you just walk into a masjid and decide that you are the imam on your own right i mean nobody appointed you as the imam uh, quite obviously between him and me there is physical difference i have a white beard he has a black beard i am obviously much older i am more than likely older than his father uh and so on and so forth the way i'm dressed yet he has absolutely no problem of appointing himself imam and starting salah so i said allah akbar i prayed behind him when we finished salah and as we turned out and he he prayed like super speed you know i mean i i could barely recite surah al fatiha i could barely do the takbir the the uh, tasbih in ruku and sujood anyway as we finished salah we turned around he got up i also got up and i was about to ask him on what basis he decided that he was imam when another person walked in that person is a friend good friend of mine and apparently he knew this other guy as well so i decided not to uh, you know argue with this man or to insult him so i just kept i just kept silent he left this other person asked me <laughs> i asked him uh, do you know this guy he said yes so i told him what happened i said this is what happened he was shocked and then he asked me what did you do sheikh so i said i said allah akbar and i prayed behind the man now my point i'm making is that manners and akhlaq and adab uh, these are such such, such short supply that if you do not even know how to behave in a masjid how to behave with elders what hope there is of uh, getting the knowledge of deen in your heart when i say this when i was thinking of this i was reminded of the famous story which we have heard so many times of one of the senior sahaba who one day had a question he wanted to ask Abdullah ibn Mas'ud uh, Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhu who was of course much younger than everybody else but he was a great scholar he was very highly respected for his uh, the, for his understanding of the Quran this sahabi went to the house of Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhu radiyallahu anhu and uh, it happened to be the middle of the afternoon which is normally siesta time so he went and sat down on the ground in a in in some partial shade of the house of abdullah ibn abbas just outside his front door now at the time of asr and we don't even know how long it was between the time this person went there and asr at the time of asr abdullah ibn abbas radhiyallahu anhu came out of the house and he saw this sahabi here and he was shocked he said subhanallah what he says he made salam he said salam my uncle what are you doing here he said i came to ask you a question He said, "Subhanallah, why didn't you knock on the door? You are my senior, you are my elder. Why didn't you knock on the door?" He said, "No." He said, "The need, the one in need, must go to the one who has the answer, and the one in need must wait for the one who has the answer to tell him the answer. It is not his. It is not his." Uh, It's not the it's not the prerogative and the and the right of the one in need to dictate when and how this answer should be given. And I'm thinking to myself, many times this has happened to me. 
somebody will send me a message saying, uh, Sheikh, I really need to talk to you about this thing. It's very important and so on and so on. Uh, when can I talk to you? So I tell them, okay, tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. No, 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 that's not convenient for me. Can I talk to you at this time? And sometimes because, you know, the international time difference and so on, the time that's convenient for him is like 2 o'clock in the morning in my, in where I'm living. But, and he, these are, these are tech-savvy people. And today, to know the time on any place on the earth, you don't even need to be tech-savvy. I mean, it's, it shows on your phone. It's on any, any of your clock uh, apps have that. No problem with them. Can you talk to me at 2 o'clock in the night? Your time, right? Your sleep gets disturbed, no problem. It's my, it's my need. Therefore, you must put yourself out of gear to fulfill my need. How many times do I have this? I mean, many times. Many times I have people sending me long emails. I mean, you know, like a practically a book. Several pages. And all kinds of complicated things. And after I, I write all of that, and I, I read all of that, and I respond to that, not even one line to say thank you. Not even one line. Now I'm thinking to myself, here's this person who has the time and energy to write all this you know, stuff in the email, but they don't have the time to say Jazakumallah and to say thank you very much. My brother and sister, this is, a, this is an epidemic, this is a disease, this is a cancer. And the tragedy is today that the people I'm talking to you about and the people I'm mentioning to you, they are in their 20s, some are married, some have children. Now, obviously, if they, if somebody in their 20s and somebody who's married, meaning they may be early 30s, has manners of this kind, it means that even their parents have no manners because the parents didn't teach them anything, right? Or their manners were so secret, nobody knows. So, we are looking now at two generations of mannerless Muslims and mannerless humans. And I must say Muslims because I do not see this in other people. To give you an example, to close, I had a group of teenage school children. These were, these were in their you know, 14, 15. Um, all of them white, three Jews, all Christians, who came to our masjid at Zohar time. We, we have these interfaith meetings and so on and so on. So I told them, um, we, have a, the, we have a social hall and we have the musalla right next to it. So I told them, please go in there, in the social hall, the chairs and everything have been arranged, uh, and sit there and I will finish the salah and then I will come and then after the other people have finished praying, I will take you in to show you the uh, these prayer space also. But I said to the teacher, and I spoke to only one person, I said to the teacher, I said only one condition and that is, they must be completely silent because we don't want people in, who are praying to be disturbed. Believe me, I almost thought that they didn't come because there was absolute silence. When I walked into that hall, I'm seeing 70 students, 7-0, teenage students, sitting in total silence, not even talking to each other. Can you believe this? Not one Muslim among them. Inna lillahi wa inna ilahi rajiun. My brothers and sisters, time to wake up. Subhanallah. It has been time to wake up for the last 500 years. Right? At least do it now. At least do it now. Get rid of these miserable manners that we have. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I mean, absolutely no other, no... Uh, in, in, in Urdu, we have a 
वी हैव ए प्रॉब्लम इसे बदब बानसीब बेअदब बेनसीब सारे सारे बेनसीब हैं बदबक्त हैं बिकॉज ऑफ दिस नो अदब तो दे गेट नो नॉलेज दे लर्न नथिंग देर देर वर्शिप एवरीथिंग हैज लॉस्ट मीनिंग बिकॉज इट डजेंट डू एनीथिंग टू यू वट इज द गुड ऑफ सेंग आई रीड सो मच कुरान एंड देन योर मैनर्स आर द मैनर्स ऑफ एन एलिकेट रियली सीरियसली वी नीड टू वेक अप and we need to wake up ourselves first and then our children you can't just farm off the kids to a maktab or a sunday school or something and expect them to teach, expect them to teach them manners when they don't see those manners with the parents in their homes ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mercy on us because i don't think anybody else will wa sallallahu alaihi wa sallam bil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi min rahmatika rahman